Hi, so I'm Sarah Cridland. I'm the lead optimization strategist for Rio Digital. So we offer CRO, UX, analytics and SEO services to help businesses optimize their site and their site performance. Um, I'm joined today by Alyssa Quimby, who's joining us from Quantum Metric today. So hi, Alyssa, thanks so much for joining. Um, could you just talk us through like what your role is at Quantum Metric and, and what you've been working on? Yeah, Sarah, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. I'm Alyssa Quinby. I'm VP of Retail Marketing here at Quantum Metric. I've been here for about a year and a half, and I'm focused on working with our customers and soon-to-be customers across industry insights, customer stories, sharing benchmarks and current trends, and really understanding their pain points and helping to translate those pain points across our organization. Um, but prior to coming to QM, I was at Amazon for about eight years in their hardlines group across automotive, home, and pets. And I was a practitioner on the product team in marketing and program management, and then in buying as well. Great. Thanks so much for joining. You must have had a great experience um, with, with Amazon, with the volume of data that, <laughs> that you got through there in terms of understanding how customers tick. Completely. And I would say the real rock stars at Amazon knew SQL and they could answer all of their own questions by writing their own SQL code. But that oh. was super time consuming and a lot of people weren't very good at it. And so when I saw the quantum metric platform, I literally was like, oh, this is what this is what democratizes data and makes it super accessible and easy for anyone to access and visualize the data, answer their own questions, and really determine the root cause of some of the questions or anomalies that they're seeing um, in the market. Yeah, it sounds great. So you, you cover a lot of industries. You must have so much data. Quite jealous from an agency perspective for you to have all that data sat there across so many industries and so many clients. It must be uh, great for you also to see the kind of trends that are going on in different industries and how users are applying and using their data. Um, it's an awesome point. And I would say from like an aggregated perspective, we do publish benchmarking reports across our core verticals. So we have benchmarking reports for retail. We just released one for financial services. And then we also release a travel benchmarking report. And then of course we have tons of amazing customer stories in terms of how our clients are using the QM platform to understand their customer's experience. And again, how to prioritize and then uh, determining what needs to be fixed. Yeah, I definitely noticed the need from our clients in particular, how, you know, you, especially if you're working in-house, you can see your own data, but you don't know, is this good or is it bad? How does it compare to other people in, this, in the industry? So I think that's where a tool like Quantum Metric can be really helpful in gauging how well are we doing what should we be focusing on yeah I mean we have this opportunities tab within our platform and it just clearly spells out like the cost of doing nothing mm. from a financial perspective and then you can see um, all the associated kind of business metrics like dropping conversion rate number of customers impacted so mm -hmm. it is super clear cut in terms of prioritization, right? What are the big issues? What are the small issues? And, and really helps digital teams make the case for where they should be spending their time. Yeah. And what, what kind of issues do you help clients identify? Is it like errors on the site or places of drop off? What, what would you say the biggest um, areas where you can identify problems for clients? 
Yeah. So I would say there's kind of two big buckets. You alluded to the first one, which is find and fix. So errors all day, every day, we help customers find them across uh, all across the customer experience. And we work with multiple teams. Of course, like IT kind of comes across as that main team that's always trying to reproduce the bugs and go in and solve them. But we work with other teams too, like marketing, right? So we've got tons of examples where marketing teams we're driving customers uh, via like an Instagram ad or some type of other social ad to a 404 page, right? And that's just like lost marketing dollars. So we help yep. customers identify that kind of opportunity. And then we also have a find and optimize um, mm-hmm. path that we help. So a great example is we work with an apparel retailer and they could see customers searching for like size and fit. Um, But then when they got to the filtering aspect, those two um, specific callouts were kind of like hidden. They were actually difficult to find. And so we helped that client reorder and test a new filter. And -hmm. they saw over a $1 million kind of incremental win when they revised their uh, filtering experience to make sure size and fit were the two most prominent ones. So I think those are two kind of good examples of how we help customers both on the find and fix side and the find and optimize side as well. Yeah, because I think when it comes to improving conversion rates and customer experience, there is those two aspects, isn't there, of of picking up where users are trying to do something, but finding difficulty where the gaps are, where the triggering error messages, the rage clicking, and then also... Um, you know, the, the opportunities on the site as well, like you mentioned, if there's a gap um, in, in some feature that they're looking for, but isn't there or, or looking for filters, things like that. So I think, yeah, we kind of approach it from, from both sides. So it's also, we do uncover errors, but then we also look at the opportunity side as well. Um, obviously our core offering is the CRO function. So looking at how do we actually take this data and turn it into um an opportunity spotting the gaps where things could be tweaked and improved so yeah use having a tool like that is uh, is really good um and as you say the marketing side as well in terms of if you're running a campaign you want to know um especially if it's a, a sensitive time sensitive campaign i imagine you have marketing um in-house marketing folk who kind of want to get a real-time assessment on how their marketing spend is going if they're running a new campaign they want to know how how it's going for them um as they're spending you're totally right if it's not in real time i feel like it, it's really not actionable for any brand or any company so that data mm. has to be in real time so that digital teams are uncovering those insights lightning fast and then being able to act on them same day right and being able to find those problems within minutes or an hour versus days or weeks, like in the past and trying to reproduce issues. So really just speeding up that time between insight and action. Yeah, great. Um, and what do you see from your perspective as, because obviously, you know, there's so much opportunity to get your data now, but what, what do you see as the issues from your side of, of businesses being able to utilize their data? Oh my gosh, it's such a great question. And I would say, A large part of my role actually at QM is speaking with our retail customers and kind of understanding like what their main pain points are and what's going on in the marketplace. And I would say there's three trends that are really emerging in terms of where digital leaders 
are trying to focus their time and energy when it comes to their data and how to utilize it. So first and foremost, they want to make sure that their teams are working on what matters most. Digital is just so complex. And now more than ever, they need to make sure they're prioritizing where they're investing their time and their budget. And they need to make sure that um, any experiments or investment areas are having that intended lift that they thought that they were going to deliver. So it's ensuring that their teams are working on those on the right things and that the business is moving forward. Second, leaders are really focused on making sure their teams are spending less time on death by a thousand cuts. It's quite a visceral term, but that's like the exact term that digital leaders use. Like it's, they wanna make sure that their teams are not working on all these little tiny things that really don't move the needle, right? They're mm -hmm. inconsequential. And so death by a thousand cuts or at Amazon, we used to call it like paper cuts, but just dialing down the time spent on those things that don't matter and making sure you're investing your time in those big ticket projects that are truly going to revolutionize the customer experience. And then the third thing we hear from digital leaders in terms of how they want their teams to use data, they want to make sure everyone on their team is like a rock star, like an A plus player mm -hmm. and building that digital expertise and bridging that gap from where their employees are today to where they can be and trying to speed that up as much as possible using data is where leaders also want to focus their time. So making sure that teams are asking the right questions, understanding the core KPIs, and really understanding the anomalies, like when something changes, why? Being able to dive into those business metrics and have that root cause and that solution identified. So I would say those are the three areas where leaders are hyper-focused in terms of making sure their teams are focused on the right things and using data to ensure that those three kind of core pain points are being rooted out right and worked on yeah I think I think that's, that's so true there's there's so many things when you've got access to so much data there's there's so many problems you can fix there's so many things and it's it's quite overwhelming I think for business leaders um, to try and prioritize and work out well where do we spend the time what what is going to deliver the most value so I think yeah, anything that can help with that is really useful. We have a similar thing with um, from the CRO testing point of view in that, you know, a lot of people come up with a lot of ideas. We could improve this, we can improve that. But really, unless you're affecting something on the site that is having a direct impact on the user's decision to either stay or go, um, then you're not going to see any movement in terms of the big metrics that matter to, to the business as a whole. So, yeah, I think anything that can help with that is great. Um, do you do you find also because you know in the past analytics was kind of sat within an analytics function which was then called upon by the teams but I think with tools like quantum metric it's really kind of helping the you know the democratization of the data so that um, so that anyone can use it and instead of it being this over complex thing that you really need to know have a lot of technical knowledge in order to get anything out of the tool is that um, how I see tools like Quantumetric is, you know, you are kind of making it more accessible to people who are maybe in a, in like a product owner position where they need to make decisions, but they don't necessarily have a lot of time to dig into the data. I'm like really nodding my head at everything that you're saying, because it's so true, right? Like 
PMs need to be able to answer their own questions and they can't always rely on the analysts because that is time intensive and right, the analysts have their own backlog of questions that they need to answer and working on really complex business problems. So you're right, QM really allows that accessibility to data and allowing people to answer their own questions, get to the root cause, and really make a decision in terms of working on what matters most, prioritization, and what that impact is going to be. And that's what I love about the tool. I just think it's, we have so many stories about how QM helps speed up that time between insight and action, and even just being able to drive alignment across teams and across functions when there wasn't that alignment before because they didn't have access to the same data. Yeah, we definitely noticed that because obviously when we put together strategy meetings for our clients, we'll go in and pull the data from, from the traditional analytics tools and from the, uh, the more customer experience analytics tools. And it's, it's always amazed me how um, certain businesses you present some fairly basic data and and people are amazed because they they can't see it and they don't have time to look at it they don't have um, they don't have the capacity or they don't have the skills to look at it so providing that insight for people and giving it to them quickly in a package format with you know it really does help people to make decisions and understand their business as well because in businesses often you find that teams are siloed as well so they don't necessarily get the view of the bigger picture and they just get the data within their bit so I think it does it does really help it's so um, true it's so true because um at quantum metric you've kind of got um uh, an exciting new development in terms of helping um helping users have access to the data and understand how to use it better um so yeah, it'd be really interesting to hear about um, the new Atlas uh, guides that you you know, are developing within the tool. Um, so could you talk us through what, what is Atlas and, and how is it going to help businesses? Oh, I am so excited to talk about Atlas. Let me play a really short video to give you an overview of exactly what Atlas is. data and complexity than ever before. It can feel impossible to answer today's biggest digital business questions. Even harder, figuring out where to start. It's time you had a direct route to the heart of your customers. Introducing Quantum Metric Atlas. A collection of pre-built guides that outline step-by-step both the questions and the answers you need to build the best digital experiences. Each guide breaks down the complexity of today's digital journeys into bite-sized single experiences tailored to fit your unique business. And Atlas provides an accelerated path so you know exactly where to put your resources to achieve your business outcomes faster. The result, aligned teams moving at the speed of today's evolving customer expectations. Data is complex, 
Understanding what impacts your business doesn't have to be. Sarah, did that resonate with you? What do you think? Yeah, it looked it looked really great. It did resonate with me. The um, you know, the the the, the prospect of how to make the data come alive in a way that's accessible for everybody, and and how to tailor the data as well to your industry. Because you know, we find the same thing when you're looking at an insurance company, say, versus a retail company. The data points you look at are completely different. So a one-size-fits-all approach doesn't work. So I really like the fact that you've broken it down into different industries. Um, so could you talk us through a bit more about what a guide looks like? Sarah, such an awesome question. I'm really excited to show everyone what guides look like. As an example, I have our checkout guide for retailers. So let me play a short video and you can hear from one of our uh, product marketing managers here at QM, Sam Ruder to describe what's actually in the guide and what it looks like. Right. Hello and welcome to Quantumetrics Checkout Guide for Retailers. My name is Sam and today I will be your tour guide as we explore how this guide will enable your digital teams to achieve and maintain a healthy checkout journey. If you touch the digital checkout experience at all, whether you're in product, tech, CX, design, or anything in between, then this guide is for you. Let's get started. Automated real-time alerts will notify you when your KPIs are underperforming and will drive you to this guide when something has gone awry. Here we can see our conversion rate KPI is nearly 14% below our baseline. We'll use the rest of this guide to uncover the why behind that conversion drop. To begin, we explore the trend details in our most important KPI, checkout conversion rate. Automated anomaly detection flags the time period where conversion rate deviates from the baseline, indicating that this time frame could be where things went wrong. With one simple click, we can focus the rest of our investigation on this anomalous window. Next, we can explore critical customer segments, like customers completing checkout as guests versus those who've already signed in. Here, the automated anomaly detection identifies where we should focus our efforts, as the changes to these segments could be the source of our declining KPIs. And with one simple click, we can filter the data set to focus on customers completing checkout as guests and begin unpacking the details of their micro journey. Our first investigative focus details the steps in our checkout funnel journey. From cart to confirmation, we can see the steps that customers take and how successful they are at continuing to each step. Automated funnel analysis highlights where the most impactful funnel drop-off is occurring. And it looks like this segment is dropping off right before the last step. Let's apply that segment and investigate why. Now let's get into the details of this experience. How has customer behaviors changed or how has the experience itself changed? The automated anomaly detection here directs our focus to the errors section where we can see all of the errors occurring during the checkout journey. When we expand this section, we can quickly see that the endpoint error has increased exponentially for this segment, occurring more than 3,000% above the baseline. Something is definitely going on here, but what? For our final investigative step, we'll dig into session replays for our segment. Mobile customers who did not sign in prior to checkout and that fell out of the funnel just before confirmation. 
session replays put into context with the customer actually experienced, going beyond what a table of numbers could ever convey by showing you exactly what the customer did, saw, and engaged with throughout their digital journey. Now with the problem identified and fully quantified, we can focus on the next project, bug fix, or design. This checkout guide, along with the many other guides designed specifically for retailers, will enable your teams to quickly and easily identify opportunities to improve customer experience, whether or not you're an expert in analytics, retail, or even QM. Starting on day one, you can be the hero in your digital organization by using quantum metric guides to uncover what is driving your customers' experiences. What did you think? Yeah, it, look, it looks great. It's, it looks great. I like the way you've broken it down into questions, you know, in the way you would, if you were going to brief an analyst, you would say, oh, how is this working? Are we seeing a bigger drop off here? So the, the, the guides kind of, I like the way the guides kind of broken it down into research questions and then has the answers underneath. And then also the anomaly detection aspect of it where you can um, it's flagging it up for you. You don't even really have to, to look into it in any great detail, do you? You know, it's just flagged there for you. So I think, yeah, as a guided, a, a guided set of data, it's, it, I can see how useful it would be for teams when they're trying to uncover issues. On, oh, on what side. great feedback. Um, I think some of the feedback that we hear from customers or soon-to-be customers when we show them guides is, right, it's really going to help me and my team prioritize, understand the issues quickly, kind of help bring us out of the weeds and make sure we're working on the right thing. So um, I think very similar to kind of what you were saying in terms of, are we asking the right questions? Are we chasing down the right answers and really focusing in our time on what matters most? So the guys look great. Um, obviously you've covered a few different industries. I really like the fact that you've tailored it to different industries because the, the questions are so different. Um, uh, you know, a lot of our, our clients are within the retail and financial services sector. So it'd be really good if you could give a few um, examples of, of how you've shaped the data differently for the two different verticals. Yes, it's such a great question. And this is really where we've spent a lot of energy and our time. And of course, our recommendations are based on hundreds of best practice implementations across our customer set. So as an example, in retail, we have different pillars for the guides that are across the shopper journey, which include product discovery, checkout, and loyalty. And even if I'm just to get into specific guide sets, we have guides on product detail pages, promotions, recommendations, and personalization. For checkout, we have guides on the checkout flow, the cart page, the usage of promo codes, and then on the account management and loyalty side, we have guides around password management, managing your rewards and order tracking lookup and returns. And then if we think about financial services, it's so different from the retail experience. Mm -hmm. So we still have the pillars across um, the financial services set, which include product discovery, payments and money movement, product acquisition, account management, customers, customer support and fraud. And some of the specific guides for financial services would include usage of product tools and resources like rate calculators, bill pay enrollment, and Zelle or P2P payments. And even on customer support, things like appointment scheduling, branch locator. Um, and we know account management is super important for consumer banking as well. So online banking enrollment. 
um, account alerts, profile and settings. So again, really deep detailed guides on micro experiences across the entire consumer journey from start to finish. Yeah, I think that's that's great. You're like you know, a guide for each type of problem you're trying to solve and exactly. really covering the pain points. Yeah. Um, so have, is this available now for customers? Have you got any initial feedback from them about how they're finding it and how they're using it? Yes, it is available for customers, which is super exciting. And I think some of the feedback that we received, so this is from a top three airline here in the US. They said, Atlas will help us ramp other users faster so they can be more self-service in quantum metric. That way we can be more effective with focus on our own jobs which I think really hits to the point of like working on what matters most, building that digital expertise. And I think to your point earlier, right, not relying on the analytics team all the time and democratizing that data. Mm -hmm. um, a quote we got from a bank based in APAC, they said, you're putting data in a way that's very accessible. My dream is that even the CEO can be looking at customer experiences himself, which might be some people's worst nightmare, but um, he also said we had to manually hunt and gather data and build all the dashboards and measures and then sit with people to help them understand and make sure they use that data. What you've done with Atlas is the goal, quote unquote. So to me, that really means we've automated a ton of the manual work that this bank has, is currently doing, mm -hmm. right? Really taking that on ourselves so that we're freeing up time across the organization, and then the last quote I'll share is from a retailer based in the U.S. They said, we're trying to figure out what we're trying to answer. Atlas would prioritize things for us. So we're focusing on the issues with ideally the biggest impact and not getting lost in the weeds uh, of issues that might be smaller or have less revenue impact. I think surfacing this up for our users would be great. So again, building on that prioritization and making sure they're working on what matters the most was my takeaway from that. Yeah, it sounds great. It sounds like it's it's going down well with customers and I, I can see why, you know, it's a, it's a brilliant tool. And I think to your point about the data is that even if you can build these dashboards, the building of dashboards takes time and, and set up. So if you can have something that works out the box, that's that's great. Um, completely 100% true out of the box already built for you you could get this up and running in less than a day mm -hmm. right so that implementation timeline and access to real-time insights is really the key to kind of supercharge your digital teams yeah that's great I think uh, again is that if, if we identify gaps with data with teams even if you know what the gaps are and you know what you want to see sometimes it takes so long to get anything implemented because of all the teams involved in that implementation. So if you can have something there that just works straight off without needing to involve anyone else, then you know, you're gonna get that data and be able to start using it much quicker. Yes, completely agree. And in terms of the prioritization, I, I suppose the way it helps as well is that it gives you a kind of size of the problem. Is that is that right? Exactly. So our opportunities tab is still available. You can still see the cost of doing nothing, right, in terms of financial impact, customer mm -hmm. impact. And then across each guide and micro experience, we'll detect those anomalies for you. So you know, 
my KPIs up or down and determining that root cause lightning fast. Like you saw Sam give the demo in terms of how fast she could determine that root cause yeah. and really just making all of your product managers or digital team members equivalent to like an analyst, right? Like they can get to that data really, really quickly. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, we do we do a lot of things as well around, um, you know, like checkout funnel analysis and things like that, where we we construct kind of um, date, um, the data to show us where the drop offs are and things like that. So even like broader optimization program features where you just want to get that data quick and see it without, you know, a lot of manual work to to manipulate the data. So, yeah, I can see how it's really useful. Yeah, totally agree. I love it. So Alyssa, thanks so much for joining us today and talking us through Atlas. It looks really exciting what you're doing with uh, with quantum metrics. So I look forward to um, using the tool more. Sarah, thank you so much for having me today. This was really fun. And for our listeners, feel free to go to quantummetric.com to learn more about Atlas. Great. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.